the bigger surprise was that the fine was smaller than what Toyota was hit with in March of 2014, $1.2 billion. Now, it's $900 million in a fine, but uh, GM also says that it's going to take a $575 million hit uh, on its third quarter profits to settle a class action lawsuit uh, that was filed by shareholders, as well as about almost 1,400 death and injury claims. That still leaves a few hundred uh, uh, pending cases out there in civil litigation. And, of course, you've got the uh, deferred, uh, or you've got the uh, compensation fund that was set up uh, to, uh, uh, to compensate uh, 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 victims of uh, crashes involving mm-hmm. the faulty ignition switches. So this is still going to work out to, you know, a $1.5 billion or more uh, in total, isn't it? Yeah, I've heard some numbers that they'll wind up paying as much as $5 billion when all is said and done. Uh, there are so many different ways that GM has had to pay out on this thing. And yes, it's 124 deaths just confirmed by the by the uh, Victims' Compensation Fund Administrator, Kenneth Feinberg. Uh, that doesn't include a few other cases that didn't go through him. So uh, this is a very substantial case. In fact, uh, some people are upset with what has come up. Uh, Clarence Ditlow, a significant uh, force in the uh, in the safety community out of Washington D.C., has complained that they haven't prosecuted any of the people who knowingly allowed this thing to drag on for ten years. And that's still a possibility. I mean, uh, nobody is completely off the hook yet here. It's just a delayed prosecution. But if GM lives up to the agreement, as I understand it, uh, the charges uh, would be dismissed. Yeah, apparently they would uh, get three years probation. They're going to be closely watched by the Justice Department and, of course, by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration. Now, GM has, uh, of course, uh, returned to profitability since uh, uh, emerging from uh, bankruptcy a few years ago. What uh, impact uh, will all of this have uh, on the company, uh, not just financially, but on its uh, image and reputation? Now, that's an interesting question. It's a little bit hard to tell yet whether them taking this mea culpa, Mary Barr at a town hall meeting definitely said they let their customers down. Uh, they've taken very aggressive action, which actually has won some praise in the government community. For example, I spoke with Mark Roskin, head of NHTSA, a couple of months ago, and he was very positive about how GM has been doing things in the safety arena uh, since last year. Uh, but it's hurt the company in the eyes of some of the public, and it's, it's hurt the company with people who were still upset that they got a government bailout. So the company's going to have to really work to make it clear that it has, as Mary Barra claims, changed its way of doing business. And what impact is this uh, agreement likely to have as far as the uh, auto industry as a whole is concerned? Well, that's one thing that Preet Bharara, the uh, U.S. attorney out of New York who handled the case, said uh, was very important in getting this settlement, that it sends a message, as did the Toyota settlement, uh, that the government is not going to look away when automakers just blindly take risks that could cost lives. And NHTSA, the new chief, Mark Rosekin, who I mentioned earlier, has made it very clear that his agency, which has taken heat for being too friendly with the industry, is going to be cracking down. Well, I've got you, uh, Paul Eisenstein from the DetroitBureau.com. I want to ask you about uh, the uh, tentative agreement that Fiat Chrysler and the UAW reached earlier this week, uh, the first of... uh 
uh, two other contracts uh, that are uh, still uh, uh, pending between uh, the UAW, uh, General Motors, and Ford. Those are uh, bound to come. But uh, as we look at this uh, agreement, one of the things that came out yesterday uh, was that uh, Fiat Chrysler plans to invest over $5 billion in U.S. plants as part of this agreement. But it also means the shifting of some vehicles, including the Chrysler 200 uh, production, moving out of the U.S. Uh, to Mexico. Uh, and uh, I have to wonder, what uh, what do you think that might uh, that, that decision might have on uh, the uh, ratification vote? Do you think uh, that uh, this might uh, uh, threaten that agreement uh, among uh, workers? Well, there are a few things in the agreement that could make some workers upset. Uh, I do think they try to counter it with a $5 billion investment. And the reality is, if you look at what's happening, is automakers are moving a lot of operations down to Mexico, uh, in some cases bringing some things up. Ford is sending some production down, bringing some up. And uh, that's just a natural way. That country is now very quickly becoming one of the top five producers of automobiles in the world. Uh, I think... On the whole, you're going to hear a lot of noise about the bad parts in the eyes of workers uh, in the new contract with Chrysler. But in the end, I do think we're likely to see ratification. And one of the things that we've heard about uh, was the possibility of creating a uh, pool, a healthcare pool that would uh, sort of spread costs among all three automakers uh, to save money, uh, which is one of the things the automakers were looking for. How would that work? I don't fully understand it, to be very honest. I haven't had a chance to go through the the details of the health pool yet, uh, but it's probably very similar to what you have with insurance, where uh, costs are basically pooled among a large group of people so that uh, you don't get slammed by having just, say, uh, high-risk people in in uh, in your company being uh, being insured. Uh, that's the best I can understand so far. We'll have to dig a little bit deeper as we see whether or not Ford and GM are going to go along. I think you're going to see a number of changes, though, that will come out of this round of negotiations. You'll see a, uh, the industry start to move a little bit away from the Tier 2 structure. You'll see some moves to bring down health care costs. You'll continue to see that Mexico becomes a more and more important place for the auto industry to produce, and uh, you'll see in general some moves to try to provide some protection for jobs.